So we want to finish up uh, with some Q&A. I just felt like uh, God was just kind of leading us to a point where we should pray. And uh, um, so I'd say the Q&A is, is, is that, you know, if there's some things that would hold you back from praying uh, for Israel and the Jewish people during this time and going to God with it, um, you can ask those questions. Uh, um, or if there's any other questions, I think we're going to do that for about um, 10 minutes or so. And let's spend the last 15 minutes and, um, and just have a prayer time uh, for Israel, uh, for the Jewish people, uh, and for ourselves, and how, how we relate to it, how the Christian uh, uh, life uh, connects with our roots. So do we have any questions? Absolutely, absolutely, and I and I think that is important. I mean, not all of them were held uh, uh, by that hatred, um, but it's it's too it's 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 uh, such a large majority that it's very it's very shocking, and it's very harmful to themselves uh, as a community, um, and so uh, that that's the context of that. And yeah, sheep without a shepherd, lost. And uh, God has his purposes. And I, I believe God's going to work. You, there's a situation there in the Middle East that only God can solve. And he's going to do that. And it's going to be awesome. And it's going to be in a way where the lion lays down with the lamb. And so, you know, uh, some would, would have, you know, a large amount of, oh, no, we've got to watch out for the Islamic and the Arab world and, and all of that. No, no, it's not, that's not God's heart. God's heart is is to bring about his purposes. And his purposes are, is for the entire world. And we're seeing that now in the Islamic world. And, and, and this isn't the purpose of the class, but we see people turning to Christ left and right. If you watch some of the videos and some of these rallies, revolutions, the Christians are standing up, taking their lives at stake to reach out. And it's awesome. It's incredible. I worked with a, uh, an Arab gentleman who went and spoke to synagogues and so on. I mean, just going from a terrorist you know, who hated uh, the Jews and was taught since, and a lot of them it's just brainwashing from a young age, um, uh, to now speaking out for, for God, for Jesus, and saying, hey, you know, this is not, this is not what, uh, what God is about, is about, uh, is about that. So, yes, sir. It's called the Silicon Wadi over there. There's a lot of technology coming out of there. Yeah. Right, right, yeah, absolutely. There's a great book called Startup Nation. Uh, it talks about that. I mean, cell phone, instant chat, all that, you know, uh, developed by uh, Israeli technologies. Uh, and so as far as that is concerned, I mean, they're on the cutting edge of cancer. They're in cutting edge. So a lot of those aspects that make uh, our world better, our life better, uh, Israel's on the leading edge of most of those. Uh, most technology companies have, have offices over in Israel, everything from Intel to Cisco to what have you. And, and so, so those aspects, I mean, it is amazing. Within, within 50 years, they have um, one of the most booming economies and healthy uh, communities um, in the world. And, um, and that's, that's just, that is just amazing that, uh, you know, that, that, that happened in such a short period of time. Uh, where you had people that literally came out of the Holocaust, uh, and then uh, many, many that came out of, uh, they were kicked out of the uh, Arab nations um, and uh, came together to Israel 
and uh, they they formed what is today um, Israel. And uh, that's just an amazing thing. And if you read the scriptures, he brings them back first, and he blesses them, and then he saves them. Will humble themselves and pray and seek my face. Uh, that's Second Chronicles seven fourteen, and I will heal their land. And so, and so a lot of this, you know, we we don't know what God is doing a hundred percent. We see little pictures and images and so on. And I think it'll be far greater and far more amazing than anything. I, I think He's got a really good, um, wonderful thing that's going to come very soon. So, yes, ma'am. Right. Well, I, the, the way what I've asked that question, um, Orthodox are the only ones who really entertain that because they're the ones that would be closest. Uh, one is is that yes, we without having the temple, we are just living in sin. Um, but they say God also understands that. This is the way they perceive it. God also understands that and um, works in that. He He knows that we don't have a temple, so it's kind of like you know, child, you can't make amend if you can't make amends. It's you know. The way they say it, it's not your fault, or you know, you, as long as you do the best you can to repent and, and what have you, um, and so that's their perspective on that. And it's just kind of like even if we can't, God is able, is what the the, the actual phrase they said. And um, and I think that's in the right direction. I mean, the only thing that we're have to disagree is obviously uh, that that Christ is that sacrifice, um, that Jesus, uh, the Messiah, is that sacrifice. And that's why uh, you can have that atonement. And then those sacrifices looked forward to something. And I, I never be- I, and I and I agree with them. Sacrifices were never meant to take away sin. So sacrifices were were were, were uh, physical representations again, like a show and tell of what Jesus did. You know, because it says that he is the Lamb that was slain before the foundation of the earth. You know. Right, right. And they had to. Re- and a lot of it you can read about it in rabbinic writings. The rabbis were dealing with that. It's a very difficult thing. Yeah, I mean, and, and that's, that's one thing that brought up, but it's very hard for them to see that the purpose of the Messiah, you know, even despite, you know, in Isaiah, that, that that was what the Messiah was going to do. Again, their mindset is Isaiah is going to come reign as a king and bring deliverance for Israel in a very physical, political way. Uh, and so this idea of dying for us and becoming our sin sacrifice, that was, that was very hard to see um, uh, for the Jewish community. Right. Well, it is a discussion, but often it, it, they don't. A, a lot of in the Jewish community, unless you've got somebody who's really studied that and everything, it's just, I, yeah, we don't do that, and I don't want to do it, and it looks messy, and I mean that's the more where the direction of the the conversation would go, uh, because they don't see. Okay, well, that's what you know, the blood and all of that kind of thing and, and so on. A lot of that's not really at the forefront of a lot of Jews. And so um, that's not a, a, a... I haven't found that the best way to have a conversation uh, about because that actually puts... It's kind of like when you're talking discussion, that puts it back into our court, and then when you're in our court, it's very uncomfortable. Um, and so often, it's just sharing what you believe and and say, hey, this is for all people, you know, uh, this is Jew or Gentile, doesn't matter. And, and then just showing the love and support and showing scripture as it relates to the Jewish people. I mean, you've got to understand, connecting with the Jewish community is not like connecting with the other nations. A lot of people, oh, it's just like that. We list it with all the other religions. It is not. Because God's 
promises came through the Jewish people. They were given the scriptures and the traditions and the patriarchs and so on. So it's kind of like going to an older brother who, who, who doesn't see it the way you see it, and you're trying to tell him, it's like, yeah, I know, I know who my dad is, don't I? I mean, what are you saying? So it, 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 you know, it requires some, some sensitivity on our part, um, but at the same time, some boldness. You know, some boldness to be able to say, no, no, this is, this is what happened, and allow the Holy Spirit to take over from that part. It's not like, you know, Islam, where Islam just completely, from day one, goes against and says, it's not through Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. It is through Abraham, Ishmael, and Esau. You know, and that's, that's extremely offensive, I believe, to God as well as to, to, uh, to Islam. The, this is saying, hey, I believe in the God of Israel. I don't see that, that Jesus, and, and Jesus talks about that. You, you, you have rejected. When you do reject, um, you can't know God. But, um, but at the same time, Paul does talk about, you know, Romans 15:27. Uh, if you turn to that, and I'll, I'll just read that real quick, and just kind of that heart, because he goes through the whole thing of Romans, and Romans deals a lot with how salvation comes to the Gentiles and then uh, and to all man, and then how that interacts with Israel today and the Jewish people and so on and so forth. And Romans fifteen twenty seven really sets it up, and he, he talks about uh, uh, collecting monies um, in various parts, and he still contributed to uh, what was called the temple tax, because the temple at that time was required to give to all people uh, that were in the area uh, poor. And so a lot of Christians were receiving help through the temple, and then also he was collecting you know, for the church in Jerusalem that were still meeting and, and headquartered in Jerusalem. But he, he makes a real interesting statement. He goes, um, uh, all of these areas... Um, in Macedonia and Ikea, made contribution to the poor among the saints in Jerusalem. Uh, and they were pleased to do it. And indeed, they owe it to them. For if the Gentiles have shared in the Jews' spiritual blessings, what are those blessings? The scriptures, the prophets, Jesus. <laughs> uh, if they've shared, they owe it to the Jews to share with them their material blessings. And, and, and that's one thing that, you know, we have to really think about is, is what are we doing in a material sense to bless the Jewish people for what they've given us? And again, it's by God's power and everything else, but what are we doing? And so I think that's, that's really important. That's really important. And, you know, some people say, well, well you know, oh, but it's all focused on Israel and the Jewish people. What about all the other people? And what about this? Does God not care? No, no, that's not... God's covenants and direction toward... Just, I have learned to love much better by learning to love one person, Carla. It's a model. You love one. That's kind of a highest, you know, earthly love. And what does that produce? It produces children. And all of a sudden, your love is multiplying. And so that's what God did. He took himself, and in Israel is called, in Exodus, his son... It's called his bride in Hosea. That's where the church gets these ideas. And it's not a replacement, it's a joining in, as Paul says, a grafting in. And it's a way of showing, if love is going to all the earth, I choose one. That's why marriage is so important, that covenant of marriage and to be protected. It's because it's a symbol of what God is doing in the earth. I'm always worried about people saying, well, we've got to love everyone. We've got to love the earth. 
those people tend to be the ones who, are, who, who hate the most and, 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 and have a lot of problems. The ones who could say, well, we've got to make sure we love everyone. You know, peace on earth. The ones that, that really you see make a difference and have really the heart of God is the ones who know how to love their wives and their children and start there. Because then they learn what love is so they can love others. People hide behind, I can love the world. And that's what God is showing. I want to, I have called someone special. Israel is the apple of my eye. It is special. We've been grafted into that idea. For those who say, oh, no, 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 Jewish people, we don't want to highlight that. I think there's other issues, and I think that they are, that's more of the spirit of the adversary than it is of, of, of God. Yeah, Anthony and... But also follow Jesus, make disciples of all nations. <laughs> um, let, let's do let's do some prayer time, and then I want to relate re- release anyone who has children, and then I'm willing to stay here a little bit extra and 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 have conversation and have more of a discussion if you're willing. Are you guys willing? Is that okay? So let's just go to God in in prayer, and I'm I'll I'll lead out, but I'll and then but I want you guys to join in as God leads you, um, and we'll just uh, leave it up to God and the Holy Spirit. Father, we, we come to you, and, I, and, and we know that uh, we're human, and we're, we're all looking to you, and we're, we're looking to you for, for your heart and your truth. We just ask that you uh, continually reveal that to us, and uh, you show us your love so that we might love others. And uh, even you said that they would know you because of the love that we have one to another. And uh, we ask for that. Uh, we pray for... Uh, the Jewish community, both here and around us, that, that you begin to show your love in very real and powerful ways. Um, we pray uh, for Israel. We pray for the peace of Jerusalem, as Psalm 122 commands us. Uh, we pray for your peace, a true shalom, a, a wholeness, a completion that will turn uh, all the strife and the difficulty to back to you, uh, the Prince of Peace. Uh, we thank you. We thank you for everyone in this room in this class. We love you, Dad.